Oh, hey, friend. <laughs> this episode is about researching clean beauty. I have two resources that I talk about in this podcast and little tips and tricks for you and why it's important to research in the first place. All right, so let's get started. Hi, I'm Leah, and this is a Just Everyday Beauty podcast. My hope is that this podcast feels like a conversation with a good friend over coffee or tea, whichever is your favorite. Come on in. There was a point in time where I could honestly just tell you, if you don't know and understand the ingredients on the back of a product, you shouldn't be using it. But now clean beauty has evolved and labeling includes scientific names and inert ingredients that are non-toxic that you just may not be familiar with that look and sound just like any run-of-the-mill toxic ingredient. So what do we do? We research. It may not be the answer you wanted, but let me give you a few reasons why you want to research and continue to research the products that you bring into your home. First, there's very little regulation when it comes to the beauty industry. The FDA has banned 11 ingredients for use in personal care and cosmetic products. Compare that with the over 1,200 ingredients banned in the EU, and you start to realize we're already at a disadvantage. Second, greenwashing. If you haven't heard this term yet, it simply means that a company will use keywords, phrases, and color to make you believe that an item is cleaner than it actually is. It happens all the time. Literally all the time. The companies exist to make money. And since people are more and more wanting natural products, of course, the companies take advantage of the fact that they can say green and natural with no action taken against them, even if there is nothing green or natural about the product that are advertising. Third, you can almost bet money on the fact that smaller, actually clean companies will be bought out by larger companies and then the ingredient list will change. Even if you've been buying that same mascara for three years, you need to double check the ingredient list every single time you purchase it because it could change at any moment. So how do you research the ingredients, right? Don't you have to be a scientist with a chemistry degree to understand those labels? I know it feels that way, but the good news is that there are tools we can use to help us decode those labels. The first tool that I go to is wg.org forward slash skin deep website. This is specifically for personal care products and beauty and cosmetics, hair care, all that good stuff. This website labels and scores ingredients on a scale of zero to 10. Zero being cleanest. It actually may be one now that I'm thinking about it. One being cleanest or zero, whatever the lowest number is, is the cleanest. Okay. And then 10 is toxic AF to keep those explicit labels off this podcast. <laughs> uh, you can search products and ingredients to make informed buying decisions. One tool that some people aren't aware of, even if they know that this website exists, is the make your own report option. So this option is at the in the footer section of the page. You can copy and paste any beauty item ingredient list and find a basic score for that particular product. So the caveat to making your own report is that it hasn't been gone over by a scientist, so it truly is just a preliminary report of the score of each individual ingredient. 
but it'll give you a good idea of what you're working with. So the EWG does back some companies and put their seal on some particular products. Here's why I'm kind of wary about that. So when they put their little stamp of approval on it, the report that they show you isn't the detailed report of this is how each individual ingredient scores because they've told you it's clean, you can use it, it's fine. The problem is I'm looking for information and not permission. So while I appreciate the gesture, I will still take those individual products and run them through the Make Your Own Report tool because I want to see every ingredient and how it stacks up. Like I said, I don't need permission. <laughs> Another tool that I have used is the Think Dirty app. But that's actually why I recorded this podcast because I noticed something the last time I used it that made me think twice about it. So here's the thing. The Think Dirty app is specifically for products and not particular ingredients. But here's what happened. Okay, so I was researching this particular product. It had a couple ingredients that scored a three and a four, I believe, on the EWG website, but I always process things through both Think Dirty and EWG to get a really full kind of broader picture of how things score. The issue was that I found on this particular product that had a little stamp of approval from the Think Dirty app that it scored a zero on, which is clean, again, they score the same way, low is good, high is bad, that not all of the ingredients were listed on the ingredient readout. So there were like at least three ingredients that weren't listed or scored. And even though they said it was uh, product scores a zero, I realized that they had a subsection for more information on inactive ingredients. So I clicked on that and basically they don't include all ingredients in their ingredient list because they, this is, well, this is what they said. In cosmetic products, inactive ingredients do not perform a specific action on skin. They serve as a vehicle to deliver active ingredients to the skin. Um, inactive ingredients serve as a stabilizer or preservative to maintain a reasonable shelf life. Inactive ingredients also improve the sensory profile of the product, such as the look, texture, and scent. Um, none of those things are okay with me, but let me explain why. First, the fact that they would lump in scent of a product here is a dead ringer for calling BS. It's often the, quote, fragrance added alone that should make you back away from using a product. There are any number of toxic ingredients that companies use and hide behind the word fragrance. If you haven't seen the documentary Stink, I 100% recommend you make time this week to watch it. That'll give you some good background information on why you should avoid things that contain fragrance. Second, just because an ingredient is considered inactive does not render it non-toxic. I found it interesting also that for the particular product I was researching, it was all the ingredients that earned a score of three or higher on the EWG website that were not listed on the Think Dirty readout of ingredients. Of course, this could just be a coincidence, but as I've said, I want the full picture, not just the good parts. So what's the takeaway? Will I still use the Think Dirty app? 
Yes. Am I double checking to make sure that it reads all of the ingredients? Of course. Am I trusting anyone's seal of approval? No way. You are your best advocate. I love so much that we have these tools available to us and that more and more people are becoming interested in ingredients and want to use the cleanest products. But the truth of the matter is that it still takes time. You are still your best advocate. You should still know the ingredients and the products that you use. Even if you haven't memorized them, you should be at ease with the products that you use in your home. So will it take time to research Yeah. Is it annoying to find that maybe something you thought was clean is not? Yes, indeed it is, friend. But it's so worth it. It's worth it to know exactly what you're putting on your body. It's worth it to know that you are protecting yourself or maybe your child from a larger toxic load. It's worth giving that little extra time to peace of mind And to show love to our bodies that are already working pretty much overtime detoxing. I know that's what they're supposed to do, but we don't need to give them more work in that area. Agreed? So, the EWG website, use it. Love it. Don't trust the seal because I want all the information. Have I ever been misguided by the seal? Uh, No, I don't think so. Not yet. But still, I want all the info. Think dirty, make sure it's got all the ingredients listed before you trust the score. And lastly, friend, you've got this. You can do it. It's research, not a doctoral dissertation. (laughs) All right, you go have a beautiful day today. Hey friend, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. If you love the Just Everyday Beauty podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For more information on basically anything I've talked about, (laughs) you can go to my website. It's www.justeverydaybeauty.com. And I hope you have a beautiful day.